Yom Yom, Beis Nisan, the second day of this special month of Nisan, says the Rebbe. Hilula Shalkveit Kedushas Amur. Today is the Hilula, which literally means a celebration, but it's the term that's used for the passing of a tzaddik, the uh, completion of their life, with the celebration of their life, of the my father, the Rebbe, in other words, the Rebbe Rashab, the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe. As the Rabbi mentioned, he passed away pretty young. He passed away 59. Um, he was born in the year 1860, and he passed away in the year 1920. And he passed away on a Saturday night. The Stalik Orliam Aleph Beis Nisan. It seems like a lot of the Rabbeim seem to pass away on Meitzah Shabbos. The Rebbe, of course. The Alter Rebbe. Here the Rebbe Rashab also. Saturday night on Beis Nisan today, in the year 1920, in the city of Rastov. And indeed, that is where... <clears throat> He's buried. Maimer Harishain Asher Amri Berabim Achri Stalkus Aviv Beim Shehasheni the Chagasukis Tavish Mem Gimel Maskel Kesiyit Nul Chacholu. The first Maimer, which a Maimer is the recognition that you're took how you have officially accepted the mantle that you're a Rebbe. This is how the Rebbe proves in a Sicha that even though the Rebbe Rashab officially accepted leadership of the Chabad movement as Rebbe. Many years later, after the passing of his father, about 11 years later, I believe he was very, very young also when his father passed away. He was like 22 years old, the Rebbe Rashab. <clears throat> but nevertheless, he really was the Rebbe right away. The second his father passed away, he became the Rebbe. And the greatest proof is that he said a mimer, which only a Rebbe says a mimer. It's a special tune, hold on to a handkerchief to hold your soul into your body, and you reveal a revelation of godliness. You allow Hashem to speak through you. And you say Chassidus, and of course that's how we have hundreds of volumes of, of Maimarim from the Rabbeim. So the first Maimar he said, interestingly enough, what? Oh really? Interesting. My father mentions that the other, his older brother, who was a Shaila, that maybe he would be the Rabbi, apparently he also said a Maimar. So uh, <clears throat> I, I guess that's where things get complicated. But Reb um, but I think the Rebbe said once that he wants to print the Razaz Chassidus. Because we have Chassidus in the Razaz. I don't think it's been printed. So he said it on the second day of Sukkot. Now here's what's interesting is that his father passed away. The Rebbe Marash passed away on the 13th day of Tishrei. So if you do the math, his father passed away. And then three days later, he said a Maimer. Mamish, the Shiva of course ends because it was Yom Tif. And he said a mimer, and the mimer was about royalty. We give you the crown, which uh, is very representative of the Rebbe Rashab, who established the army of David, the house of David, restoring the kingship and the royalty of the house of King David back to the Jewish people, the precursor for the coming of Mashiach. Returning the Yamid Melech Mibayz David, in the times of the Rebbe Rashab, they spoke how he's the seventh generation from the Baal Shem Tiv. They said a lot of, uh, they said a lot of uh, things about him, that, uh, that he's going to restore the Davidic dynasty. But anyways, so he said the Maimer, he opened up his Nesias, he said the Maimer, What was the last Maimer? The last Maimer that he said while he was in this world, it's very interesting, Diuk, that Rebbe seems to suggest that the Rabbeim, of course, continued to say Maimarim, in the other world. What's the last Maimer that he said while he was here, Baal Madain, was by Purim, which is two we- about two weeks before he passed away. 
Besudas Purim Tafresh Bay 1920. It began with the Pasuk at the first of all nations is Amalek and Hashem will place an end to darkness. It's interesting to note that that was the last Maimah that he said, Berabim, the Rebbe says, in public. Because the truth is, Parshish Kisisa came in between and the Rebbe Rashad actually said a Maimah. The Bramaschal is, Hine Anoichi Kairis Bris. I'm making a covenant with the Jewish people. You can find it in the Sefer Maimadim, Tefer Tafarish Pei. But apparently there's something unique. The job of a Rebbe, you know, the Rebbe Rashad is also saying Maimadim after he passes away. But the job of a Rebbe is to communicate with us and to teach us, to be our, our, our teacher and our leader. So it really matters, it makes a difference what he said what he said publicly. Um, I think it's interesting to note regarding our Rebbe, everyone always mentions the last Maimer of the Rebbe, the truth is that the Rebbe didn't say that publicly. The Rebbe edited it and it was given out uh, like two weeks before the Rebbe had his stroke. Uh, but Purim uh, Katan Nun Beis but um, interestingly enough also Purim the last Maimer of the Rebbe Rashab Berabim was Purim and the Rebbe gave out his last Maimer Purim Katan which is all about Mordechai and, and also about Purim very interesting but really that the Maimer the Rebbe was editing and he, and he gave out was uh, a Maimer from the year Tashem Amalif, many years earlier in 1981 the, really the, uh, the last Maimer I believe the Rebbe said with the tone of a Maimer a Maimer Kane Maimer was Shavuos Tavshem Memtes, if I'm not mistaken. 1989, Shavuos. And I believe the Maimer was Anoichi Hashem Aleikacho. Anoichi Hashem Aleikacho. Now, in conclusion, the, uh, there's something amazing about that last Fabrengen of the Rebbe Rashab. It says in many places that the weeks leading up to a person's passing that they're already living in the next world. They're already not from this world anymore. Right? Especially, with, and now by regular people, it's, it, it plays itself out in different ways. With Rabbeim, it's very, very open. It's very revealed. The Rabbeim used to say that they don't see the world anymore. They just see spiritual forces. You know, they don't see the physical anymore. Things like that, of that nature. So by the Rebbe Rashab, this was extremely uh, palpable. So by the Fabrengen of the Rebbe Rashab, you have to realize where he's living. He's living in the midst of the most worst regime in human history, almost. I'm sure there was worse, but the communists in 1920, the level of bar, bar, you know, the barbarity no, knew no bounds. The rules were, you know, people were shot on the spot for breaking the most minor infraction if they went over the curfew and whatever. The Rebbe Rashab is making a Purim Fabrengen. Everything here is illegal. First of all, it's more than like six people gathering. There's tons of chassidim packed into his house. I packed and singing. And then the worst thing is to collect money. Because money is not a private, right? Everything is owned by the state. On the table is a huge bowl collecting money for the Rebbe's moistus, for the Rebbe's institutions. So there's stacked up money on the table. And then most people didn't have proper passports who were there. The chassidim didn't have pride. They were, they were in Rostov. He had that permission to be in Rostov. Most people didn't have passports. And so on. There was many, many things. But the Rebbe Rashab said, everyone come. This important. I want everybody coming. So everybody shows up. And it's a packed house. And guess who shows up too? The cops. Right? The communists. They come in. And people were freaking out. People were freaking out. And so, but when they walked into the house, they told the Rebbe Rashab, they're here, they're here. The enemy's here. The Rebbe Rashab said, ah, they're opponents to godliness. 
So they don't really exist. These people, he says, Klippa, explains, started telling the crowd that it says in Chassidus that anything which is opposes godliness doesn't really exist. It's a fake existence. It's just there to test us and there's no existence to them. And they were, they were shocked. They're saying, how so late? Also, it's way past the curfew. It's the middle of the night. It's the night time. It's the Fabregan to put it. So the police were coming. The police, the, 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 these uh, enforcers, they came in. They were, they were trying to, they wanted to stop the party. So the Friedrich Rebbe, who wasn't the Rebbe at the time, he, uh, he at least wanted to take the money off the table. Stacks of money off the table. The Rebbe Rashab didn't let him. He says, don't touch it. I refuse. And then he says, at least let's cover it. He says, no, I, I refuse. I don't know that. He said, I am, I, They create no reaction in me right now, the Rebbe Rashab said. He says, the way I am right now, he says, I, they, don't, they don't even move me. I, I don't care about them. Then he said something interesting. He says, Other times, maybe I would also be moved by them. In other words, the Rebbe Rashab, like I was saying before, he had a sense, he was already living in the next world. It didn't mean anything to him anymore. He says, other times, maybe I would be moved, I'd have a reaction, I would be in a spell. The way I'm standing now, the way, I don't care about them. He said, holiness always remains in its place. And I, don't, I have no fear from them, I don't care about them. And then he turned to the, the, the Friedrich Rebbe and he told him, Yosef Yitzchak, his name was Yosef Yitzchak. He said, Yosef Yitzchak, we're going to be whole, we're going to be complete. dear, I promise you, we're going to remain complete. And then he said, I don't mean in a private chamber, in a private room, that we're going to do our thing and we're going to be complete. With the whole expression and coming out, we're going to be complete. Klippa in front of holiness is in truth nothingness. And then they wanted to go into the Rebbe Rashab's private room where you'd learned and Davin is the Yechidus room, and the Friedrich, when he heard the Rebbe Hashem heard about that, and he says, over there, battle he says, if they walk into that room, they're going to completely dissipate, they're going to completely disappear, it's such a holy place, they're not even going to be able to walk into the room, and the Taka, they went to the room, they, looked, they opened the door, they looked, and then they left, they didn't enter into the room of the Rebbe Hashem, and then the Rebbe Hashem kept urging all the Chassidim to stop looking at them, you can imagine, no one was able to focus on the Fabrengen anymore, I was looking at the, the situation. He keeps telling the crowd, stop looking at them. They don't exist. Look at me. Right? Cook Nishavzei. Right? Cook Taher. Right? And he said, Zolach Nit Aden. It shouldn't even bother you. It shouldn't even, you shouldn't even concern you that they're here. And, and then he says, No, you know what we have to do? Because they didn't leave yet. He said, We're going to have to speak Chsidis. And we say Chsidis, they're going to completely be in this battle. They're going to completely become nullified. And then he began to say this last mimer that he said in public, which talks about this very theme about how Klippa doesn't really exist. And he actually was very, very careful throughout his Deseus never to interrupt the middle of Chassidus. It was like the middle of davening. However, here he interrupted many times and he kept urging and begging the Chassidim not to pay attention to the, to the, the communists and to look at him. But the, the one who wrote all, all of this account down says that Halavai, they would be able to listen to the Rebbe Rashab. Nobody was able to focus on the Maimer. Everyone was very... And then, in the end, the way it ended up happening was that the three of the whole crowd, only three, like three guys had proper passports. 
So they went to the front, they went to the cops, and they showed them their passports, and, uh, and, and, the, and the cops left. So this is, uh, this is an amazing mimer of the Rebbe Rashab. And then the first mimer of the Friedrich Rebbe, so the, Fried, the Rebbe Rashab passed away on a Sunday, a Saturday night, Beis Nissen. So then that Shabbos, in other words, Tess Nissen, which would have been the last day of Shiva, with the, Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe said his first mimer, Parshas Sav, after Mincha, and guess what his first mimer was? Reishas Goyim Amolik, the same mimer that his father has said in public. He said it with biurim, with explanations, and so on and so forth. Everybody have a fantastic day, and we should celebrate the Rebbe Rashab and know that the Rebbe Rashab is alive and well, and that if you connect with the Rebbe Rashab, you will be able to live the lifestyle that he lived. L'chaim.